Good morning. Welcome back. Hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. We got producer Mike the Big Zamboni, birthday boy, back in the house. How was the birthday? It was wonderful. Just a great day. Great weekend, actually. Very, very busy, nonstop, but uh, it was fun. Cool. Good. We're going to get a uh, a breakdown after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today, a, a Monday night football breakdown. Mike sure. was there. Yeah. He was at the game. You may have noticed a lot of red if you were watching the game. So uh, he'll sort of give us a full rundown of what it was like inside of U.S. Bank Stadium for a very exciting Minnesota Vikings upset win over the San Francisco 49ers. Also, Miguel comes at 11 a.m. this morning with a review of Killers of the Flower Moon, the Can't Martin wait. Scorsese movie. So yes. um, we'll get a breakdown of that. Yeah, and the book that we're all reading right now. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> so right. mad at both of you right now. It's just, it feels like no one's reading that book, Donna. Everybody's seen the movie. Well, what page was, are you on? Don't act like I you're don't on know, page like four hundred something. You probably haven't read it in a week ever since you oh, said I you were going to start a chart. No, it, <laughs> <laughs> a slow chart, so I know who everybody is. <laughs> I haven't read it in a few weeks because I was very disappointed in both of you. I always said I'm going to watch the movie, so I'll remember, still to Mike, it now. you said you would listen to the book because. You're a slow reader. Yeah, and I still will. I'll jump in. Mike. Yeah. Mike Mike's too new to this show. He is still <laughs> in his kindness first year. <laughs> Just tell her right now. I'm not gonna read the book. Listen, Donna. I'm not gonna read the book. I'm not gonna read it. If I read it, I'll be very, very surprised. Okay, well, I'm just mad that Julia called, and you're like, okay, we got our book. We're done. I go out and buy it, and then crickets from you two. I like the idea of things more than I like things. You should know this about me. In fact, I'm disappointed that you don't know me better. Yeah. Victim. (laughs) (laughs) Turn that one around. All right. Fine. Whatever. Uh, Quick update on the two things. First of all, somebody sent me tennis elbow exercises. Thank you very much for sending those to me. Second of all, um, Joy sent an email and said, hey, I got those Halloween decorations, you know, and then they went on sale the next day, 30% off, too. Yeah, that's a lot. And they said, hey, uh, you're good to go. You can go back to Target. She said, I know how much you love going back and asking for refunds. And so you can go to Target, I guess, and they will, they'll give you the difference, I guess, if you bought an, uh, bought an item and, like, within a day or two, it goes on sale, something like that, that you can then request a price adjustment. But is that me? Am I going to go up there today with a receipt, pictures of the ornaments in my lawn, and say, these are now $5 cheaper, and I would like the $5. Now, yeah, please. I'm with you. I'm like, just cut your losses. You know? Should I get more, though, is the question. Oh, well, they're probably going to be pretty picked over at this point. They are, but I was there last night and looked around. At wow, you go to Target more than anybody I know in my life. <laughs> You really do. It's right up the street. It's the grocery store, and it's the clothing store, and it's the dog food store. It's the store. Mm. It's the deodorant store. It's the toothpaste store. Okay. Somebody sent an email and said they were so surprised to find out that you shop at Target and Cub. I shop at Cub. You took Where do shop they think at Target. Shop. Target. They, she just said that they're the most expensive places for food and then oh. went on to say Walmart is a better deal. Aldi, owned by Trader Joe's, 
is by far my favorite place to shop. They have fun specialty items during certain times of year. Also, she went on to say that she is very food-driven, like you are. Mm. You'd be good pets to train. (laughs) Did you hear that, listener? She just called us dogs. Not dogs. I said pets. No one's training cats. Outside of once you get them to do the litter box, that is their first and last trick. <laughs> I don't I don't agree. Hey, listen. Do they do things? Mike is a cat person. Do cats do other tricks yeah, besides they can the do litter like box? High fives and stuff like that. They don't do a dang thing unless they want to do it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't train one to do anything. Right. Yeah, you could hang a piece of tuna right yeah. in front of them and they're like, I'm good. This is nap time yeah. for me. Dogs Try again are later. More like toddlers. Cats are more like teenagers. You know That's what I mean? Pretty yeah. good. Pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. Cats okay. are like pfft. you're you're embarrassing. Dogs are like, <laughs> oh my god, you're back again. It's like, dude, I just went to get the mail. Speaking of embarrassing and teenagers, I picked my daughter up from dance last night. And I was I was just at the end of the day, not a lot of energy. But then I thought, you know, what energy does it take for me to say, hey, Siri, play the Barney theme song on YouTube music Why? so that then when I picked her up, I rolled the windows down and turned it up. Really <laughs> loud. <laughs> I love you. She's love like, Dad, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? She's like, you can't keep picking me up. She's laughing, but still also knowing that my my plan, I think, is to ultimately embarrass Oh, that's great. You should get a speaker that goes outside your car, you know, when people are running for office. They're like, vote for me. That would be amazing. Oh, anyway, do we even have time for music news? I don't know what time it is. Uh, you should maybe get yeah, a clock. 1009. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is... Is the beat. This will be pretty brief anyway. Uh, Madonna resumed her tour and apparently she talked about her health scare that landed her in intensive care over the summer. And she said she didn't think she would survive. She said less than four months ago, I was in a hospital and I was unconscious and people were thinking, predicting that I might not make it. Uh, I believe she was in Belgium. She said, it is a miracle that I'm here right now. And then she went on to, I think she talked about her mom looking over her. Her mom died from breast cancer at age 30. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. She said, my mother, God bless her. She must be watching over me. And then um, she said, my mom was saying, girl, it's not your time to go. Hmm. And she was given another chance. And then she thanked everybody. She said, I must tell you. I don't feel really well right now, but I can't complain because I'm alive. Thank God for my children and thank God for all of you. And she, you know, went on to express her appreciation, which, wow, still wonder where she got a quote unquote bacterial infection. Yeah, right. Where do you, where does one get one of those? I guess anywhere. Not that they're available for purchase, but. Like, do you, is is that like a hospital infection, like a like sepsis, or a staph infection can be very dangerous? Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to get like a doctor on the horn. Anyway, I wanted to bring up a related story very quickly. So, for many dancers, working for Madonna would be a dream job, right? Mm-hmm. However, 
um, Dancing with the Stars judge, Carrie Ann Anaba, used to tour with Madonna early in her career. Back in the day, she said she was really, really strict. She was talking about this on the Jennifer Hudson show, and she said she gave us this one rule. And she said, I'm so grateful she did, because it was for every minute you're late, you have to pay her $100 out of your paycheck. Which is ironic, considering Madonna's never on time to start her show. Oh. (laughs) Anyway, Carrie Ann said uh, that now she's always on time or she even shows up too early. And that it was a dream job to work for her, even if there were strict conditions. So that's a fun fact. I did not know, know that about Carrie Ann. For a general thing. Not like on air or like a performance, but for a general meeting, would you rather someone be 10 minutes early or 10 minutes late? Because both create an inconvenience. Shoot. I really don't like when people are early because I always use every minute, I, you know, the way I manage my time. Like if you tell me be ready at three o'clock, I'm literally standing at the door at... 259, mm-hmm. you know, in 59 seconds. If you work in TV and radio long enough, you learn that's how you operate. Really? It's like, well, well yeah. I mean, you're thinking, why would I be there earlier than my time when we're going to go out on the air? What do I need to get mic'd up? Boom, we go. I'm supporting you there, Donna. But that's interesting with TV. I mean, I'm talking about just going out to the bar, you know, or for uh, dinner. Sure. Mike, you? Um, I had a sports, you know, background. So I had a coach and once said, if you're 10 minutes early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. So very, very much always early. I try to be. Got it. Got it. We look like idiots around here because Dawn and Bradley get here about seven hours before (laughs) the show. What is that teacher's pet? And to which we say, this better be an absolute masterpiece that you guys put together. (laughs) I mean, they should be rushing, breaking down the door mid show with radio awards. Totally. Anyway, we're just just jealous. All right. We love them to death. Uh, What are we doing? Um, When we come back, we're going to do a little food talk. Uh, KFC is going to be offering something new. And then I found a list of some celebrities and their favorite candies. Tis the season. We'll dig into that. When we return, Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, what's up? Stevie Boy here to share with you just a little bit. Uh, about what I love about Chanhassen Dinner Theaters right now. What a great night out. Lou and I love it when we go there. We know it's dinner and a show. It's a wonderful end-to-end experience. Even parking is free and a breeze. I mean, it's the little things, people. Uh, it's really, really something. I was there. I, I talked to some people who saw Jersey Boys. I saw it as well. A few of the things they said, hands down the best show I've ever seen at Chanhassen. Somebody else saying, I was blown away by the food and the show was perfection. Or how about this one? Plain and simple. fan. Tabulous. There is no denying it. When you see it, Jersey Boys, you're going to love it. It is just so wonderful. The story of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. They had that look, the sound like no other, and the song. So what a night, Sherry, My Eyes Adored. You hit after hit. And now's the time. Grab those tickets while you can before that holiday rush. They've always got a great concert series, upcoming tributes to the Michael Jackson family. That's going to be great. And Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, Improv Comedy, Friday, Saturday nights, ChanhassenDT.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 where talk is fun. Should we pull over here for a few? Yeah, right there. All right. Here we go. 
Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Alrighty. When was the last time you've been to a KFC? Too long. And we just had a conversation about it, not surprising, within the last week. Lou Lou almost pulled over. She's She has floated this idea multiple times each year. She's like, it's been so long since I've eaten at Kentucky Fried Chicken. I should have stopped. How about you, Donna? Oh, great question. If I am being completely honest, I don't think I've ever been to a KFC, which they now call themselves, by the way. I don't think I've ever stepped foot in one, but when I was in high school and college, the lady I babysat for would have like... Paid you in chicken? (laughs) No, she would have like (laughs) buckets in the fridge because that was like a go-to meal. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, there's Kentucky Fried Chicken in the fridge. I'm like, okay. So I think that's the only time I've ever had it that I can recall. Getting a bucket of fried chicken is a pretty fun thing. I bet. (laughs) Uh, Some mashed potatoes. Yeah. A little mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they're doing now, by the way. So they just announced that they're bringing back their wraps, which Mm. were apparently popular enough to come back again, but Mm. not popular enough to become a permanent menu item okay so they're only back for a limited time and now they have a new variety it's the mac and cheese wrap it's a piece Mm. of fried chicken wrapped up with their cheddar mac and cheese and finished with more cheese hey it's mike and i'm so excited to tell you about factors delicious ready to eat meals you know i love good food and that is what i love about factor it's fresh never frozen meals that are chef crafted dietitian approved and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A sprinkle of three cheese blend. I'm going to say this. I don't think that this plates well. Like the mac and cheese one, I don't like seeing macaroni shells squirting out of this tube, this wrap situation with a giant piece of fried chicken in the middle. I bet it would taste good, but you know, part of what you eat is what you see, and I, I, I don't know. I'm not oh, loving man. this. I love mac and cheese. Two for five. What? That is so cheap. 
Two of those suckers for five bucks? Why don't you put your money where your mouth is? Oh, put your mouth where like, your money is. Oh, spicy slaw, the yeah. classic. You could go get the mac and cheese and the spicy slaw one. I'd love to know how your body responds to fried chicken <laughs> after what sounds like perhaps a lifetime of never having eaten it. No, I have. I ate a lot of stuff like that when I was, you know, high school, college. And then I that found my way. <laughs> and then I found God. I realized <laughs> what I was doing to my body. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. I did a lot of bad things. I understand. But that's why you're so influential in the Scared Straight program. <laughs> Sorry. Correct. I screwed that up. Correct. I just... I mean, it looks good. It looks very carby. Fatty. Yeah. It's got all of it. It's got the carbs, the protein, the fat, because you're getting... It's got it all. It's got... In that case, maybe it's a complete meal. Two for five dollars? I mean, who can eat more than one of those and function for the rest of the day? Many, many people. You would be horrified to be at a McDonald's drive through with me when I'm hungry. When I go through and do the Big Mac meal, I haven't done this in a while, but it was not uncommon for me to say, hey, it's Pappy, give me the special. And they're like, make it up for Pappy's <laughs> The number one Big Mac meal, large fry, uh, and usually a Diet Coke. I'm watching my weight. And then <laughs> I would very routinely just say, and let's do two cheeseburgers as well. So now we're getting, a first, you start with a double patty burger. And two and then you wash it down with fries and two more burgers. What? Yeah. Okay, so here's where we differ, and we've talked about this before. The reason I'm more conscientious about my food choices is because I hate going to the gym. You, on the other hand, can be more disciplined about going to the gym. Sure. But you can't out-exercise a bad diet. I'm not going to let you speak into my life in that way this morning. Okay. Um, I could rebound, though. Like, that didn't set me into a food coma for the rest of the day. I didn't feel hungry for a while. God only knows how much salt is in my body at that point Mm -hmm. when you've had a Big Mac, two cheeseburgers. You know, the cheeseburger at McDonald's is a decidedly different taste than the Big Mac. Like, the cheeseburger, and then the Quarter Pounder, I would argue, tastes different than your standard cheeseburger. Hmm. Like, they all have different, they have different buns. There's a different situation. And by the way, try as you might. I would love to know the secret to the recipe, and I know it's not healthy, of whatever is in that McDonald's burger. You could you could grill burgers for the rest of your life. I bet you could never mimic the unique flavor of a McDonald's burger. Half of it has to do, I think, with just the the aroma inside of a McDonald's restaurant that is just comes from years of all of their food. It's a cornucopia of all of the fragrances and the, the, the flavors and the scents that exist in that place that end up sort of infusing their patties. Hmm. Fascinating. How much thought you put into that. <laughs> Honestly, the only reason I stopped there because I knew we were up against the clock. And we I have more you. to say. <laughs> all right. You want to take a break? Uh, Yeah. Okay. We got to get an update on the score for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. I got to whoop your butt. 
We, we need get... a caller. Yes. Too. 651-641-1071. Call now and you could play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge when we come back. Donna and Steve, the experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment, shall we play? All right. Alrighty then. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. If I heard correctly, Steve, did you uh, get the win yesterday when I was Oh, yeah. Oh, 113-110 is now where it sits. Also saw some controversy in the emails. Uh, did you guys get that situation figured out? No, we didn't even. Most hosted uh, Tonight Show? Oh, the Johnny oh, Carson yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, did you did you dive in at all? We didn't well, know, it wouldn't okay. matter because we both said Jay Leno. Oh, got it. Okay, so, cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Somebody responded and said, wrong! Jay Leno hosted this many, and Johnny Carson hosted this many. And they were correct, except that was Jay Leno's first stint. Oh. You add in the extra 835 shows he did after that, he actually passed Johnny's. Okay. Oh. I do love a good old-fashioned Mike the Mensch clapback. <laughs> don't don't come at him. Oh, wrong. That's right. Wrong. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, do today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It is October 24th. I wanted to do somebody who's kind of been under the radar a little bit lately. So we are going to be talking about this uh, musical artist named Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right. And Taylor Swift in 2006 had her debut album released on this date. Wow. October 24th, 2006, Taylor Swift released the debut album titled Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So okay. we're going to be talking about that album oh, today. Lord. Oh, I need help. And we've got uh, a caller on the line to play with us here uh, right now, I believe, Roy. Hey, hey Roy. Roy. Hello. Hey, Roy, are you a Swifty? <laughs> well, no, I am not. Okay, so I'm I, I'm kind of a unicorn in that way, I guess. Not really. I think um, the people who are fans are like such huge fans. I don't think everyone's like, oh my god, did you get Taylor's latest album? Um. Okay, so you're not going to really be of help to either of us. So I think you should choose me. No, Roy. <laughs> listen, hang on, Roy. Roy, what do you? I feel like you're a first-time caller to the show. What do you do for a living? I work in senior living. I'm a nursing assistant. Oh, that's oh, God awesome! Love you, Roy. Well, listen, we're happy that you're here. Happy, are you a first-time caller? No, I'm not. I, okay. I called many months ago, and um, you guys graciously sent me a prize, and I appreciate that. Well, oh, let's see if we can send you another one today. I'm Stevie Boy. I would love to team up with you, Roy, and I approve this message. Who would you like to team <laughs> up with? Taylor Swift, Swift's first album is our topic today. Donna or Steve? Well, Donna actually invited me first, so I'm going to go with Donna. Okay. That's yeah. Fair. That's fair. Thanks, yeah, Roy. Bye. Okay, All please right. hold. Roy, you're going to go on hold. Steve, you're going to step aside as well. Donna, we are going to do this. Of course, it's a little uh, it's a little country, so we'll see. All right. All we'll right. see how this goes. Uh, we'll get things started here again. This is all about Taylor Swift, the album, which was released on this date in 2006. Let's start with this first one. Taylor cited her inspirations as Shania Twain, Faith Hill, The Chicks, and Leanne Rimes, which makes sense considering this song, titled after one of their significant others, was her first single and top 40 success. Steve might get this one. Tim McGraw. This song about a wet instrument was her first top 15 tune. That is called 
Tears on My Guitar or Teardrops on My Guitar? The album was nominated for Album of the Year at the 43rd Academy Awards, uh, Academy of Country Music Awards, but lost to the album Crazy Ex-Girlfriend from this Texas artist. Uh, that's Miranda Lambert. Anything you'd like repeated? Tears on My Guitar, Teardrops on My Guitar. Are you going to get me on a technicality? Tears on my guitar. Those are different answers. Teardrops on my... Teardrops. I'm going to see what Roy would do. All right. Roy, you heard her responses. She felt very confident about all of them, with the exception of that second one. She's going back and forth on... I think she stopped on teardrops on my guitar. How do you feel about that answer? I, I concur. Thank you, Roy. Okay. Thank you for your confidence. Anything else you'd like to change, Roy, or you feel good? No, I'm I'm very confident, Donna. She yeah. seems very uh, on top of her game. Awesome. Thanks, Roy. Let's go ahead and bring Steve back in here. All right, I uh, okay. can't hey, see hey, Steve. Guys. Hey, Steve. Hey, man. How's it going? Good. Great. You haven't been googling, have you? I have, <laughs> but I have been googling what are the fall colors of an Austri willow. So we ah. are all good, my friend. All right. Gotcha. Well, I got to throw out question number three now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, let's uh, go ahead and get this started here again. We're all talking about the 2006 debut album of Taylor Swift. It was titled Taylor Swift. Are you ready, Steve? I'm ready. Let's do this first one here. Taylor cited her inspirations as Shania Twain, Faith Hill, The Chicks, and Leanne Rimes, which makes sense considering this song, titled after one of their significant others, was her first single and Top 40 success. Oh, yeah. Tim McGraw. This song about a wet instrument was her first Top 15 tune. Soaky Piano. The album, <laughs> the album was nominated for Album of the Year at the 43rd Academy of Country Music Awards, but lost out to this album, cra- or, sorry, to the album Crazy Ex-Girlfriend from this Texas artist. Uh, the album that beat her album. Miranda Lambert. All right, anything? Uh, Go to the second one. Uh, this song about a wet instrument was her first top 15 tune. Soggy banjo. Soggy banjo. <laughs> Soggy banjo. All right. Soggy banjo. Okay, let's run through these answers. We'll start with that first one. Taylor cited her inspirations as Shania Twain, Faith Hill, The Chicks, and Leanne Rimes, which makes sense considering this song, titled after one of her significant one of their significant others, was her first single and top forty success. Tim McGraw's the absolute right answer. Nicely Good job. done. I figured you might get that one. That was hint. yeah, my only hope. Uh, I didn't know he would get this one, especially how bad I stumbled over it, but he did. The album was nominated for Album of the Year at the 43rd Academy of Country Music Awards, but lost out to the album Crazy Ex-Girlfriend from this Texas artist. You both got it. Miranda wow. Lambert. Hey, that's Surprise. a great album. I love that album. That was in Total money. shot in the dark there. It was in Steve's brain. Give me a second to try to get this second Yeah, sounds one. good. Don, I think you got this second I'm one, not sure, actually. So we actually got to talk about this. There's okay. a technicality here. Ooh, well, I would like to stay true to any technicality at all possible. Of course. So this song about a wet instrument was her first top 15 tune. Did you I want said, to try to get another guess at that, Steve? Any I know. I, I thought maybe Donna would have had this think, slam dunk. I mean, I'm trying to think, what could a wet instrument Taylor? be? Yeah. A something a guitar, maybe cry, tear stained mm-hmm. guitar. So Donna You're says, "Googling you? No, I'm not. I sw- uh, no, I'm not googling." Donna, Donna says, have, uh, "She said originally tears on my guitar, and then was like, wait a minute, is it teardrops? Is it tears on my and, guitar?'" And then, then I was te- like, "Are you going to get me on this technicality?" And yeah, and Donna, said, that's is, the freaking title of the song. There you is a get difference, it right. and it did come down to this question. The good news for. Donna, is she said teardrops, and that is the correct Thank answer. You. So wait, what's it called? Teardrops on my guitar. 
Oh, dang it's a great the song. Reason for the teardrops mm-hmm. on my guitar. It's fantastic. First top 15 hit. And it's going to get our buddy Roy a hat. Yay, a hat. Oh, That's hat. awesome. We have nice hats. We have awesome oh, hats. I, I believe it. I know. My uh, <laughs> wife bought one of your hats at the State Fair. Oh. Absolutely wears it. Probably three, four times a week. Oh, that's wow. awesome! What's well, now you guys name? can wear it together. That when we can be matching. We'll yeah, and that's cruise. never tacky. What is your <laughs> Steve? It's not. It's cute. Um, right, Roy, what's your wife's name? Lindsay. Lindsay, shout out to Lindsay. Thank you for listening. That's Thank awesome. You. Way to go, Lindsay. But, or and Roy. way to go, Roy. I mean, everybody's <laughs> doing great today. Steve, just. Right. Roy, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. And thank you for doing thanks. what you do. And thanks for entertaining us. Oh, oh thanks. We love you. Hang okay, tight, have Roy. a good Tuesday. Hey, um, Donna. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. You don't get to say you're, that, the victim language of, are you going to get me on a technicality? Because what that you're actually asking there is, are you, do I have to get the right answer to be given credit? Okay. All right? That's fair. I just kind of feel like. There's been a time or two when grace has been granted to you, and that's fine. By me? I know. I, Listen, I like she so. throws crap out okay. there sometimes that isn't rooted in fact. I can't remember. Okay. Thank I you, just Mike. remember thinking like, oh. close enough kind of situation. He's the same one who I remember you said, gosh, what was it? You said the last name correctly, but you slightly said the first name incorrectly, and I said, wait a minute, if you would have yeah. said the last name cor- just by oh, itself, that's true. I would have yeah. given it to you, but because you mispronounced the first name or had the complete wrong first that's name, I can't you. give it to you. So I go Jeopardy uh, official rules. Right. I try to yeah. be very... Very uh, full of integrity mm. when I, yeah, Donna, the scoring of don't this game. Don't besmirch his integrity. Okay, you guys, want to do a tiebreaker? Yes, sure. Let's do the tiebreaker here. The album Taylor Swift was released by Big Machine Records, mm-hmm. which was co-founded by this should have been a cowboy writer and performer, Donna, Toby Keith. Yep. Oh. And Scott Borchetta. Yep. Scott Borchetta is the guy that I was thinking of. He helped out with American Idol for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or another show. Was it America? Yeah, he did do an idol I appearance. You're right. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I have so much to teach you about country music. Thank <laughs> you. I love Scott Borchetta. Anyway. He uh, seemed very nice, Scott Borchetta. Very, very nice. Love that guy. Thank you. Um, I have a tip. Well, we were going to talk about... Candy? No, we were going to talk, well, last segment, we never got to that. We need to hear about Mike's breakdown of Monday Night Football last night. Okay. Where should we do? You want to move some things around? I'll just give you a quick tip. It's very quick. It's from a listener. I'm not even going to hit the the opener. She said, go to Joanne Fabrics. They've got 70% off all your Halloween decor. Oh. They um, gave some great stuff for indoor and, they have some stuff for indoor Indoor and outdoor. outdoor. Nice. Plus all kinds of Halloween party supplies. And she said, you're welcome. Thank okay. you, Roseanne. Thank you, Roseanne. There you Woo. go. That's your tip. Now, Mike was at U.S. Bank Stadium last yes. night for an incredible uh, upset victory there with the Vikings over the 49ers. Um, the game was incredible. I mean, it came down late in the fourth quarter, final drive. What was that moment like? Oh, it was awesome. And as a, a Viking fan, and obviously living through being a Viking fan for quite some time, <laughs> you're just like, okay, how are they going to give this up? How are they going to give this up? 49ers have five wins 
wins on the season. The Vikings have uh, two, just two, and uh, you know it, it was definitely uh, that feeling of it's going to slip away. And uh, that late miss from uh, Greg Joseph was like, oh goal, boy, yeah. now they just have to go down a shorter field to uh, go take the lead. But uh, Cam Bynum obviously came up huge, couple big interceptions, a forced fumble, and it was. Awesome, and it was really awesome because of how many 49er fans were in attendance. Oh wow! If you there looked around that, so many. If you looked around that stadium, it was all. I mean, it was half. I wouldn't say half, but probably it was a lot of purple wow. and a lot of red. And coming into the game, and while the game was starting to get going, that first half, they were talking like a five-win team playing a two-win team. Really, uh, very okay. vocal, very uh, some obnoxious, but you're always going to have that. Yeah, some of that. Um, but uh, they were all pretty shut up by the end, which is really, really nice. So it did feel like there were a lot, because whenever yeah. uh, the, the the San Francisco 49ers opened uh, their season in Pittsburgh against my Pittsburgh Steelers, and I thought, wow, there's a lot of red there, um, more than in previous years. But I wondered if some of it might just be like red is the most dominant color in terms of what you would pick out in a crowd. So I wondered, sure. but you were there. Yeah. So it sounds like there were a ton, and it seemed like there were a ton. Our eyes always go to red, yep. so it's like a little bit easier to spot them. But it was, in fact, as overwhelming as it looked on television. Absolutely, it was. It was Forty Nineers fans. They were Damn. they were out in bunches and uh, sadly going home. They travel crying, well. Crying. Oh yeah, so suck it, Niners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you have good seats? Uh no, horrible. Really? Yep. But it's such a cool stadium. It, is such a it cool doesn't stadium. even matter. And the one thing that I like to do is just get in the door. Yep. And they've got so many of those standing areas yep. around. So you could even just get third level tickets, go in early enough, mm-hmm. find a rail in that first level, and, and there. stand there all game long. That's so, a great yeah. idea. Yeah, there's lots of options that way, which makes that stadium really cool. Obviously, it's harder when there's as many people as if were there last night. But the atmosphere before the game was super fun. And leaving that game, this team felt like, oh boy. A lot of people were kind of giving up on the season already mm-hmm. after they had some the yeah. troubles that they had. Leaving that game, it was like, oh, with that upcoming schedule we're looking at, there's a chance this team could be competing for the division still. So nice. it was a yeah. fun It was a fun atmosphere. Cool. Cool. Four to three and four. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. yeah. Momentum is back, baby. It was awesome. All right. Awesome. Uh, we got to go. All right. Oh, we're going to hey. come back. Yeah. When we come back, we'll get into that question that I asked at the beginning of the show. What is a, tell us about a time that somebody saved your day or you saved someone's day. You can call us if you want. 651 641 1071. Coming right back, Don and Steve on my talk. What's up, friends? You know, it's Stevie Boy for the Canopy Group. These last few years, I've been telling you about the Canopy Group. And how they do things differently. They have 16 different insurance companies that they work with. A team of 40 professionals. They've revolutionized the home and auto insurance marketplace. And so, I've got a challenge for you, huh? You're a risk taker. You feel up for it? Could end up saving you a lot of money. Here's what I want you to do. Call your current home and auto insurance agent. And then just ask them kindly to shop your insurance with 16 different companies. And then provide you pricing from the top five companies. Now, you should be prepared, by the way. There's going to be a long, awkward pause. Why? Well, most agents have only one company, so they can't do that. Furthermore, these agents are counting on the fact that you're not going to shop around either. Call the Canopy Group. They do the shopping for you. They'll provide you the best results from those top five companies. And yeah, they've got 16 to choose from, and we'll only show you those with the best coverage for the best price on your home and auto insurance. And remember, once you're a client of the Canopy Group, you'll be a part of their annual review program where they do this for you again and again each and every year. Check them out today, thecanopygroup.com. We're back. Donna and Steve. My talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Hey, Donna. Steve had an uh, incident this morning. Mike, you might not have heard it because you weren't here yet. I heard it. You did? Yes. Mm. That's a kind of a kind of a bummer, but what a good brother. Oof, awesome. What, a, what are you going to do? There's no thought. You don't, you know, you just, all right, yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'm you. on What's my going way. On? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so his sister forgot a uh, key to the home where she is going to be staying in Hawaii. 
and got to the airport and forgot the key, which is really the key to getting in the home. <laughs> and so enjoying that that vacation. So anyway, ran it out there. The call came in the 4 a.m. hour, and it all worked out. I believe that they're en route on one of like 18 stops on the way to Hawaii. Look, they're flying southwest. What do you want? I mean, they're connected. I think they have three total flights to get to uh, Hawaii. So they'll get there. Hmm. It uh, reminded Donna, I, I asked the question, have you ever hmm. saved somebody's day or you remember a time when somebody saved your day? So I asked on my Facebook page. Um, we'll get to a couple answers there. But Donna, you sort of had a similar experience that you felt you might be comfortable now sharing. You know, it might be a little too long of a story with all these emails coming in. <laughs> Sounds... All right, long story short, I was staying at a friend's, and they had left me two loose keys, okay? They left the keys in a hidden spot. I used said key to get into the front door, and then I became paranoid. You know how you just become super fixated? Like, I don't know, your glasses. Don't lose your glasses. Make sure you know where your glasses are. I kept doing that with the keys. I was yeah, like, right. okay, keys are on the counter now. At one point, I went outside, Okay, I had used one key to open the front door. I go outside the back door and I'm I'm paranoid about mice and things like that. And the door was ajar. And I was like, oh, I can't leave the door like that. So I pulled it shut. Ajar. Not realizing it locked behind me. Finally, after like 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, my God, there's another key. Maybe it works for this door. Turns out it did. But that's not where the story ends. I'll give you the condensed version, not the Steve Patterson type of story. Okay. How dare you? <laughs> I did it again a second time. This time, I left the dog inside the house. I had no shoes on. I had no coat. It was starting to get dark. I don't know what to do. I start, you know, saying bad words neighbor next door neighbor comes over tries breaking into the house for me i'm like i don't know what to do i don't have my phone oh i did have my phone this time the first time i did it so i couldn't call for help he's like call the non-emergency number i call the non-emergency number for the police police officer doug comes out and i'm like i am so sorry this is so stupid he's like you got to call a locksmith call a locksmith $300 later, finally get into the house. The homeowners feel awful. They're like, we're going to give you money. And I'm like, no, you're not. It's my mistake. I screwed up. I'll just look at it as a inexpensive weekend in a beautiful home. (laughs) The only way I could think about it. Go, oh, it only cost me 300 bucks to stay here. That's good framing. I have to. There's no other way. Otherwise, I would let it eat at me. So that's what happened. I tried calling people for help, but nobody was around. So nobody really saved me except the locksmith. Thank you. For the record, I'd like to clear my name. I was not called in this situation. I would not have called you. You have you have a lot going on. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Uh, we have a phone call. Let's do it. We do. We got Beth on the line. Hi, Beth. Welcome to the Don and Steve experience. How are you? Good morning, you guys. I'm great. How are you? We're doing great. great. All right, so we're looking for a time that maybe somebody jumped in and saved your day or you jumped in and helped save someone else's day. What do you got? Okay, so it's time to fly back home from um, spending a week on the East Coast with my daughter-in-law. We're returning the rental car, and you know in that chaos where you, you 
you, you pull into the place where you're dropping off the car and you got to make sure that you've got um, all of your charging cords and um, all the cups are getting thrown away and all of that. Oh, yeah. I managed, in all of that chaos, I threw my phone away. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> and I, I'm, no, it gets better. I'm one of those dum-dums that keeps um, their driver's license credit card on the back of their phone. Oh, no. Right. So we get on the shuttle bus. I do not realize it's gone. And my daughter-in-law says to me, do you have your phone? And I'm like, yeah, of course I got my phone. Like, duh. (laughs) And I check my back pocket. And sure enough, I don't have my freaking phone. Oh, no. Pull out my iPad. Do the find my phone. Okay, it's back in the car. Awesome. So we take the shuttle bus all the way around, go back, and I at first I ask at the front counter, did anybody turn a phone in? Nope. Okay. So we buzz back up to where the cars are. The car that we had rented is still in its position. So I'm doing the find my phone. It's not dinging. I can, it's like not there. Long story short, I had thrown my phone away. They had come by and gathered the garbage. No. And it was in the garbage truck. Oh, no. The garbage man heard my dinging, and he's like, I hear some dinging over here. <laughs> Second bag we go through, I find my freaking phone. Oh, my gosh. That's a <laughs> so nightmare. He was, my, he was my guardian angel, and we still made our play on time. But I'm telling you, I had a pit in my stomach. Woo! Oh, my That's gosh. a tough one. You know, I feel like they need to make, like, you know how people wear their lanyards at work? I feel like I need to wear my phone around my neck at all times. I really do. And it's got to have like one of those extendable pulley things that I could hold it, you know, when I'm on a call. This is why we're all going to accept the chip implant at some point. I think you're right. You know what? It'll be easier. Whatever. Fine. Scan my eye. Uh, Thanks so much for the call. We have another call. We're talking about a time that maybe you saved somebody's day or somebody jumped in to help save your day. Who do we have, Mike? We've got Alicia on the line. Alicia, what's your story? We want to hear it. Well, my story was when it was a couple of years ago when I worked at DSW, there was a woman named Lynn that came in my store. Mm-hmm. She was really freaking out because she got stung by a bee on her leg. Oh, no. And then I realized I had to do like um, medical training because I was taught in EMS class <gasps> in high school for my teacher. Wow. And then what I did is that I put her on the floor, lighter her down there, and then lifted one of her legs and put it on a bench. So the blood could um like um stream through from these things. Wow! And I also told one of my workers to go get um a cold washcloth because she was just sweating so bad, and I was calm as could be. I just didn't want to do the panic because it will yes. make her panic more. Right. And um we did call the ambulance, and they got there, and when she was feeling better, she luckily had her like neppy pen and stuff like that. So yeah, I really am glad that. I was there at the right place at the time. Because- right place. Yeah, right time. You're a hero. Alicia, way to go. That is, that's stepping up. That's some hero stuff. Um, I've got the question up on my Facebook if you want to go share your story at the Steve Patterson on Facebook. Meanwhile, we've now got to take a break. And when we come back, Mike's got a fresh, newly baked dirt alert. That's coming your way. Stay there.